You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sean Payton wants to keep this defense of the Packers on their heels. Winston keeps, throws, and caught for the touchdown, Johnson. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth, from BetQL. BetQL Daily weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon on the Odyssey app. We're also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL. Let's bring in our friend Paul Charchian, at Paul Charchian. On Twitter, he runs guillotineleagues.com. And, uh, Paul, you were kind enough to invite us to a media league. Myself and Paul Aspen uh, got involved here. And then I, I see an email from you on Monday morning. Uh, Paul was on the chopping block, but he survived, survived. So uh, our guy Speaks at 670 this score. One and done, huh? Yeah. You know, Speaks and I were, were texting all night. As he's watching himself, he needs to make up like six points to catch Paul and put Paul into last place, and then Paul gets chopped from the league for the rest of the year. It's over. All his players go to the waiver wire. And it, and it comes down to Paul and Speaks, and that's going to be it. It's the fourth quarter, and he's got Marquise Brown, and he just, he just needs a big play for Marquise Brown, and the Ravens keep getting the ball, and they're not quite able to ever get the ball to Marquise Brown, and, and they have so many chances because – the game goes into overtime, as you know. There were field goals to tie it up. The thing keeps getting strung along, and Speaks just couldn't make up the difference. And Paul stays alive, and all you need is to not finish last, and Paul was able to do it. It's, it's kind of like when a cheetah's chasing an antelope on the Serengeti. You don't have to be the fastest antelope. Just don't be the slowest. <laughs> very good, very good. Yeah, I w- I'm going to ask you about some strategy with that. And for everybody out there that have your normal standard leagues, not a guillotine league, we're going to get into some of the waiver wire additions that will be popular. And we'll talk about the ones that are actually worth it uh, tonight. So, so Paul, are you just like, okay, I'll be out at some point in September, but I'm happy that it w- it w- I wasn't the first one to go? Or do you now feel like I have life because uh, I'm my- breathing? My original goal was to last longer than you, Joe-O, and then it quickly turned into last longer than week one. Um, I thought I was dead, especially after Hollywood Brown caught you know, that early touchdown in the second quarter. I was like, all right, it's over. Um, but then it almost got to the point where whoever was in third to last going into the night almost got surprising, surprise chopped because Speaks and I were both caught up. But I'm happy. You know, I lived the fight another day. I feel like this was a success for my first uh, first go around. So, Charge, I know like you're in the same league. You don't want to give away all the strategy, but now I'm at the point like I was scrambling for Peyton like Barber on Monday morning because Josh Jacobs was sick and I didn't know if I was gonna have a running back. So, do I go all in for a guy like not all in, but like I don't know. 50, we have a thousand dollars to play with. 
$100 like for Joe Mixon so I can like short my running back spots because my running backs are kind of trash. Yeah, so, you know, what happens is that bottom team gets cut in a guillotine league format and then all those players go to the waiver wire. So there are great players out there that just had bad games like Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, Zeke, Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, Josh Allen, Najee Harris, Saquon Barkley. I mean, great talents that all have bad games and those those guys end up getting chopped when their teams go down. And so what you have to do, if you're, you're, you're Paul, is you have to look at next week and go, okay, if I'm going to be a chop, a chop candidate next week too, I got to go, I got to go spend my budget and go find help. But if you don't need, if you don't think you're going to get chopped, then you need to save your money because you're going to want more money later in the season. And that's part of the strategy for Paul to figure out right now. Mm. So, so charge with Paul and, and I'm sure you've, you've done this before is, is he cooked? Is he is he walking the plank here because of what happened in yeah, week one, or, or is there a comeback story in him? Do you do you think? Have you ever seen it where someone like Paul almost gets cut and then rebounds, have a good season? Oh, all the time, it, it happens all because every week is so unique, right? And you know what happened last week kept totally different than what's going to happen next week. I mean, look at the Packers, right? So Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, awful, awful day. In fact, Aaron Rodgers finishes the twenty fifth highest scoring quarterback. Think about that. There are 32 teams, and Aaron Rodgers finished 31st. But here comes the Lions. This is going to be an epic rebound game for Aaron Rodgers and you know the rest of you know the the rest of the Packers. And so you know when you look at it through that lens, I'm telling you, you know, what happened last week is its own thing. And the best thing that that Paul can do is just try to figure out. Okay, realistically. You know what is my situation going in going into next week? You know his team is he's got Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen. Those are good players, but the rest of his roster, frankly, pretty darn wobbly. And he's probably going to have to make some big changes. Uh, with Paul Charchi and GuillotineLeagues.com, this is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. So Charge, like I know that quarterback, if you have a good one, there's no need to spend a lot of money. But I probably did the same thing that a lot of people did. They see the Speaks roster. I'm like, oh, Herbert. I can get Herbert and add him for the mm-hmm. rest of the year. So I'm, so I'm sure there are cases where people just spend way too much early on when you can actually survive for a while because you forget, okay, yeah, there's going to be another roster coming at you next week. So I, I'm wondering about those that are already free agents before like in your normal leagues right now, Elijah Mitchell is going to be a popular name. There are a few names that are very popular. So in guillotine leagues, are those free agents that were not on a team a week ago, do they go at a much cheaper price? And you can kind of lead into the conversation about how people should handle the waiver wire this evening. Yeah, and that's that's exactly right. You know, when Aaron Rodgers hits the waiver wire, people put in, you got $1,000 to spend over the whole season, and they'll throw in, a, you know, 100 bucks, 10% of their whole season total to go get Aaron Rodgers. But Derek Carr just led the NFL in passing yards this week. Tyrod Taylor just, le- just is going to be playing from behind a lot, and he just put up a really nice game. Jameis Winston is, is rostered in less than half of leagues. You know, those are all guys that, Taylor Heineke is your new starting quarterback. Dude can run. He's gonna. He is going to chip in some serious rushing yards. Um, those are all guys that make a lot of sense. Or your regular fantasy, you're in guillotine leagues that don't cost you a lot that you can go get and and get help with. And honestly, that's the best. That's the best strategy at quarterback. That's the most. Re- that is the mo- that is the easiest to replace position in fantasy football. 
Paul, when you're looking towards the waiver wire, some guys that maybe you see are, are available in a lot of leagues, some guys that have big week ones, who are the names? Like, let's say someone had a bad week one, they're listening right now, like, listen, I need help. I need to scour that waiver wire. Who should they be looking for? Some names that popped out to you week one, not rostered in a lot of leagues, but you think are worth trying to pick up as soon as you can. The biggie is Elijah Mitchell, the 49ers now starting running back. You know, when Raheem Mostert got knocked out, uh, that they they – they turned Elijah Mitchell into their workhorse back, and he looked good. And the, the best part about it for anybody thinking about him is to have Kyle Shanahan after the game just say, well, he won the job to be our second running back. Trey Sermon, who they took three rounds earlier, was inactive. So here comes Elijah Mitchell out of the sixth round had off of a great training camp. Do look fantastic. And that offense is so potent. And I know it's the Lions in week one, and people might be a little bit dismissive about the 49ers. Yeah, they probably don't roll up 41 points every week. But this is still a really high-functioning offense with the best offensive coach in the NFL. So Elijah Mitchell is the, the best and will be the most coveted free agent pickup this week. But I'll give you the other, the other I think, sneaky and easier-to-get running back. Philadelphia used their rookie, Kenneth Gainwell, in a, in a lot of big spots, and he's going to catch a, he's going to catch a lot of passes. Boston Scott just disappeared from this roster, and Kenneth Gainwell is going to be that new guy in a for a team that uh, uses a lot of running back rotation. Kenneth Gainwell is the other running back particular that I I think could be a, a, a nice target that can help fill out a bye week or you know other weak rosters where you know maybe had a running back that that got hurt like a Raheem Mostert. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Just to add to that, in Philadelphia, is what you're saying, Church, he took every snap of the two-minute drill. He's the two-minute drill running back in Philadelphia. So, I mean, obviously, that's that's a, a time you're trying to score points, throw the football. He scored the touchdown near the end zone. I, I'm with you on that. Gainwell, he's, he's going to put up points this year if he's the two-minute drill back. Yeah, great point. How about that? You're a rookie, and they trust you so much. They are putting you in the most high-leverage situation they've got, which, you know, the two-minute drill, and, uh, and you know, Granted, they were comfortably ahead for a lot, a lot of that game. But still, that's a it's a great it's a great sign for Kenneth Gainwell that he's already on the field in those kinds of moments. Charge, how about some uh, players that are rostered in the majority of leagues that you would be comfortable with dropping tonight? Oh, great one! Um, Brandon Ayuk was a shocking development. I mean, Ayuk came out of last season. Uh, I think he was third among all rookie receivers in yards and looked really good. He flat out lost his playing time to Trent Sherfield. That was a, a a stunning development for for many people that I you know I don't think any of us really saw saw that that kind of 
you know, that kind of situation developing, none of us did. Um, that was, you know, that was a shocking development for sure that I think a lot of people are going to have to give a lot of extra thought to. Um, Malcolm Brown, Ty Johnson, you know, so some Ronald Jones might even be a drop candidate. Those are all some of yeah. the underperforming running backs that, that I think a lot of people looked at. But how about this one? I think we're going to look back and go, why didn't I drop Ben Roethlisberger now? That guy's arm Ooh. is so cooked, you guys. I, I'm, I'm sure you saw at least some of that game. There's just it, the arm just isn't there. It, he, he picked up right where he left off last year with that wobbly arm, and I was hoping that at least like the first half of the season the arm would be better for Roethlisberger. But there's just not much left there. And what what a limp showing by the Steelers' offense and Ben last week. I, I would drop him for some of the guys we talked about earlier, Winston and Carr, maybe even Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, that's a good point. I think that the result of that game, Paul, overshadowed the Roethlisberger thing. He didn't look good at all. His defense won that game for him. Paul, let's talk about a game that I know you're familiar with. Your work at KFAN in Minnesota, Vikings-Cardinals. I think it's a really intriguing game for this week. Vikings coming off the overtime loss. I mean, they couldn't run the football on the Bengals. They lost to Joe Burrow and his, his you know, first start of his second year off the injury. Meanwhile, the Cardinals, goodness gracious, they blew the doors off the Titans. No one could block Chandler Jones. What do you think of this game? Because I just I don't know how Minnesota goes in there and one outscores Kyler Murray and number two blocks Chandler Jones. Great, great points. Chandler Jones probably wins defensive player of the week. Five sacks, a hit, and a hurry. And now he lines up against the Vikings left tackle, who is a backup guard who normally plays the right side of the field in Rashad Hill. That's a humongous mismatch. I mean, there's no answer on this Vikings roster. For Chandler Jones, huge problem. Other big problem for Minnesota, their starting cornerback, Brashad Breland, was brutal. And they don't have a replacement for him either. Of every cornerback to play a single snap in week one, Breland was Pro Football Focus's bottom-ranked cornerback. He gave up 107 yards and two touchdowns in his coverage. And here comes... DeAndre Hopkins and Christian Kirk, who combined for four touchdowns last week. I, I don't I don't have I don't I can't give you any reason to think that those things are gonna be materially different in this game. So I I think right now there people should be awfully hesitant. Lines four and a half. I think that line ends up moving towards the Cardinals over the course of the week for reasons like this as people catch up on that Vikings defense. Charge, help me out a little bit here because uh, we'll be previewing Bears-Bengals all week on 670, the score. So you watched every snap of your Vikes going against the Bengals, and it was almost a tie, ends up being a loss in the end. Uh, there are certain games in week one where I felt, you know what, this people are talking about the winner, but that was more about the loser. So naturally, some people in Chicago, oh, Joe Burrow, year two, look at all the points they put up against the Vikings defense. Uh, my response has been, well, maybe the Vikings are just really, really bad, and Mike Zimmer is not long for the for the job. Was it more about the Bengals or more about the Vikings? I felt like it was more about the Vikings handing that game seventeen penalties in a in one game, and then the you know these these big areas of weakness that the Bengals rightfully exploited, and, and good for them. And so I, I do think this is, I think that game was more about the Vikings playing poorly than necessarily feeling like the Bengals have finally got it all together, especially defensively. Vikings did not attack a secondary 
that is woefully bad from a talent standpoint, and they played so conservatively, including Vikings ran the ball on first down 14 times. They gained 20 yards on first down in those runs. 14 runs yielding 20 yards with Dalvin Cook. This was a this was a bad game plan, and I, I, I really don't believe that you saw a fair measure of the Bengals, and I... I, I I, I don't think that the Bengals come in nearly looking nearly as good as the Vikings made them look. Church, we have about a minute left. We were talking about passing yards leader. Carr leads the way so far after one game, and he's 25-1. to one. Yeah. Any interest in any bets out there? I'm interested in Justin Herbert, plus 1,400 right now, and he just got it. And I, he just got his toughest game of the year out of the way and looked really good doing it. And, you know, I think there might have been some people who are like, well, you know, I just want to see a little bit more Justin Herbert. Let's see if last year was a flash in the pan. You know, I'd like mm-hmm. to just maybe know a little bit more, get a little more comfortable. He just played a phenomenal Washington defense. And now the rest of the way, he's only got one stopper defense, the Steelers. That's it. The rest of the schedule, very favorable for Justin Herbert. Great stuff. Paul Charchi and at Paul Charchi on Twitter, guillotineleagues.com. Thank you so much, Charch. Uh, look forward to our next visit. Hopefully it's not too soon. So hopefully I don't get chopped. If Paul Aspen doesn't get chopped coming up uh, next week. Keep it here. This is BetQL Daily. Joe O, Joe G, Arid H with you. We're going to talk some underdogs in week two in the NFL. Keep it locked. We are presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.